Hello everyone, welcome back to the Free for Free Football Podcast. Today I'm joined with Dowd. Hello. And the great Scotsman Dan. Hello. Uh, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to all the key workers, uh, all the NHS staff members. Um, thank you for everything which you are doing. Uh, let's get back into football. Dan, did Rangers get lucky from the old firm derby? Look, I would say we rode our luck rather than we're lucky. Um, I think at the end of the day, we kept Celtic out. And if you keep the other team from scoring, you give yourself every chance of winning the game. And I, I don't did. know. Celtic were demolishing you in the first half. They, they controlled the game. They had opportunities. They were so dominant. I couldn't even blame the actual game on on the Celtic coach. I feel like what Dan is saying, though, they rode their luck. I think big teams in big matches like this, sometimes what comes down to is the difference between uh, that of a moment. And that moment, I think, was marred by, obviously, the red card. And then they were, obviously, onslaught in Celtic's uh, goal towards the end of the second half. And, obviously, as Arteta says, statistically, if you do it enough times, something's going to come out of it. So I yeah. think that's where you come from, Dan. Absolutely. I mean, first half we were, um, it was probably the worst half of football we've played all season. Um, you know, McGregor kept us in it with a fantastic save. It was the, you know, the battle of the McGregors in one sense. You know, one kept us in it, the other, you know, puts the goal in at the other end. The battle of McGregors, I do like that. Speaking about um, Alan McGregor, what a quality keeper. Is it 37, 38, something like uh, he's that? He's 38, yep, yeah, 38 um, years old. What, what reflexes he has at yeah. that age? He's like a cat. At 38, it's unbelievable. Man, he's a crouching tiger, that guy, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, he kept Rangers in the game. If it wasn't for him, Celtic would have beaten you by 3 4 nil ease. Yeah, I mean, th- there were some uh, good last-ditch tackles in there at the back. Um, yeah, there was just no fluency and no bite. But then, you know, thankfully Rangers got a nil-nil half-time. Made substitution, brought on Hadji, um, who brought a bit of creativity. And then, obviously, the turning point was the red card from near Beaton. Rugby tackling, Morelos to the ground yeah, so in the 82nd minute. It, it was a red card, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. it was, but Morelos had some Cause, uh, opportunities where he could have been sent off as well. Yeah, because it was a straight red card, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was um, straight. And I think there was some argument that because he was so far to the, to the right-hand side of the pitch, was it a clear-cut opportunity on goal? Um, or was uh, the defenders that were trailing back for Celtic could they have got um, could they have could got have the got ball back. Yeah, yeah yeah I'd say it's a red card because I think you would have had the pace on bo- both centre backs yeah. well by the letter of the law he yeah. is the last man and it was a clear goal goal score opportunity yeah. yeah 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 I mean I mean, Lennon was trying to d- debate it I think he's the only person in the whole world that, that <laughs> sees it differently uh, you know the, the full back is out of position so the centre back comes to cover uh, takes Morelos down but if you know Morelos has got the run on him already uh, yeah, he's, he's, in, he's at least getting a shot on goal you know it's not a guaranteed goal but that sums up Celtic all season no, they're alright going forward but Defensively, they've looked very lacklustre. I, I was just looking at some of the statistics. So, Celtic, 13 shots, 3 on target. Rangers, 
10 shots, none on target. Yep, none on target. I mean... That's a a jammy result, come on. (laughs) I mean, the the last old firm, uh, Celtic didn't get any shots on target and we battered them. But, you know, I think it's a sign of a good team that, uh, you know, you play badly and you still win. That that's what champions got to do sometimes, especially in these crunch games, these six pointers, which uh, that definitely was on the second. I feel like matches like this, when you win it and you scrap out a win like this, um, I think you're kind of writing it in the stars now, aren't you? It's mm. it's it's Gerard's to lose now. Hopefully, he doesn't slip up. He slipped up a few times, hasn't he? <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, it's it's PTSD to my memory. You know, the Liverpool fan seeing Gerard just slipping, Demba just going. Phew, yeah, I'm getting some ma- massive flashbacks here first stop thinking about that and get back to the game so with the actual game itself in the first half what i saw was Celtic were dominant and then obviously rangers grew into the game when the send-off happened and you got the goal and tavernier was conf- confident and the rest of your team was confident as well going forward that's what i saw yeah uh, yeah i'd say that's fairly accurate uh, second half i think we started a lot better than we did the first um but um, it was our first kind of real chance to go in on goal was when Morelos was running and then got fouled. Uh, and Celtic have been poor at defending set pieces all season. You know, just after the red card, the ball in, Rangers probably should have got ahead on it and scored. And then you've got the corner after that, which is what Rangers eventually score from. Yeah. I think what Gerard did is he's, he's made a good defence. So he's kept his organised and mm. letting the forwards like express themselves by the looks of it Definitely. which Celtic it's it's totally opposite that's the way I, I'm looking at it you know the, what Neil Lennon's focusing on is going forward trying to play some good football but they get exposed in the back um, I think Neil Lennon needs to take um, a page out of Gerard's book really you know on what he's doing you know, keep I, it I don't think he does basic. really really He's, he's a pretty decorated manager in, in uh, Scottish Premiership. Yeah, because he, he had, he had the best team in Celtic <clears throat> at the time when Rangers went in, in administration. That's why. Uh, well, and he had players like Van Dijk, he had Wanyama. He, he's, he's had a few players. Fraser Foster was another one. Arguably, he didn't you know, really he, get he had Van Dijk to where Van Dijk is now. Van Dijk was used as a free kick taker and a person to go up and score goals um, with set pieces, like corners, free kicks. And when it, but that was when he wasn't taking the free kicks. No, and but you can see Yama, Van Dijk had something there, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but what... what Van Dijk, Wanyama, there's, there's quite a few of these players Wanyama. which go from Celtic to Southampton. Yeah, but I don't think you could say those were the good players for him because they were nowhere near as good as they were for Celtic as Obviously, they were now for the Obviously, now there's a finished article, but what I'm saying is there was raw talent there. There was good talent to work with. Yeah, that's but, what I'm trying to say. But there's good talent... Gerard didn't have that. Good talent at um, Celtic at the moment. Edward... Uh, yeah, Hudson Edwards quality, yeah. yeah. I get that. But what mm. I'm saying is he's not a Virgil van Dyke. How would you know? Because Virgil van Dyke wasn't as good as him. Yeah. No, he was. He needs his big he w- move. If yeah. he wasn't, I'll tell you right now, in 2014, Rodgers actually wanted van Dyke from Celtic straight to Liverpool before Southampton got there. I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't I, know about I remember, that? I remember, that's, that's I was facts. following van Dyke. I, I used to that's love facts. watching his uh, free kicks. Rodgers wanted him before Cox um, came in. No, because they didn't want to spend the money and he, they didn't think he was good enough. And then obviously he went to Southampton because he was just wanting to get out of um, the Scottish Premiership. So Yeah, but he was good enough for us, so I'm trying to I, say. I, I would say Edward... Van Dijk was Edward, part of that... Okay, I'll, Ed, let, Edward, I'll let you talk. Sorry, no, Edward is... Uh, on paper, um, he's supposed to be as good as any anybody else in that league in terms of as a striker. Yeah, no, I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is... is Van Dijk wasn't a finished article, but he, was a, he had a lot more ability than 
advantage. Even though two no, different I, players I, in I different disagree. positions, I disagree. You could disagree as much as if you, as you want. But what I'm trying to say is Van Dyke. Where is he right now? You tell me. Obviously what? he's injured, but you know. But what's your he's, basis he's, on that? What do you mean? What's my basis? It's it's facts. Like, How? What what do you mean? How did he have more? Have you seen a seal of Van Dyke as that? Like are you off your trolley? Like no, but that this is the thing. How do you know at that time he had more than what Edward has had? Because he was getting scouted from Manchester United, Liverpool, Man City were looking at him. Rogers actually wanted him at Liverpool. Do you know so how long? You tell me? Do you know how long Edson Edward has been a FM a, a talent? He's Man, been he's been look, scouted by many look, many I'm teams. I'm not FM wanker, so I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's been scouted by many teams. Do you come from? Yeah, PSG? and that's what I wanted to say actually. Yeah. You know, Van Dijk came from FC Groningen in, yeah. uh, in yeah. the Netherlands, so he's had more of a meteoric rise. You've got Edward, who's come from PSG, nine million, which in Scottish football nine that's million is like is like forty million for us. Yeah. You know, there's not much money going. So he's he's always going to use Celtic as a stepping stone. Of course, uh, you know, he's been a class act while he's up here, but he is a hundred. 100% gone in the summer. He doesn't want to be around as soon as the purple patch is over, which it is now. There's 100% he's Where going somewhere else. Edouard can go. I mean, this is what I'm not sure of whether he goes back to France, a bigger team, or he goes to the Prem. Um, you know, there are a couple of candidates in the Prem. You know, who doesn't want a classy goal scorer? He's still so young. I think he's 22. 22, yeah. yeah. And he's a France under 21 international. So, you know, you don't get 22, in the... France under 21 international. You hear it first here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's quite hard to get into France under 21 national. Yeah, no, there's so much talent in there. I do so get much talent. That. The bloody D team is uh, could probably compete for places in the England first team. Yeah. Right. Well, where do you think you could go, though? Like, if you could pick a team for Eduardo Go, where would it be? It's a difficult one. I, I think he he could fit in at Arsenal. I think he could, really? you know that that well, French he's, he's connection. He's been linked with the Arsenal for a very long time. Yeah, I could actually French Arsenal put them together. Him Lacazette, you know, if Aubameyang's got sick of it in the summer, he pisses off. Aubameyang's you know. signed a new contract. He ain't going anywhere, man. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But that would be a strong up front if you've got them three. Then you know. Yeah. Um, but the point which I was making before is there's more talent in the Celtic team before than there is now. The players have aged a bit more as well. Scott Brown's aged a bit more. Scott Brown didn't even start, did he? No, he's he 35. On, yeah. he, his legs have gone. This is what um, I'm trying to this say. This is last season, you absolutely. Know, um, and this this Celtic team was the same team which beat Barcelona, I believe. 1-0 it was. This this is the team which had Van Dijk and Wanyama and Fraser Foster in. This is what I'm saying. They had more talent and they stopped a Barcelona team, you know, with... Pep Guardiola as a coach and Messi obviously his best player at that time. Yeah, but <laughs> you tell me you can things have, have changed a bit since then. Big, no, no, big no, teams can have a slip yeah, up. And what I'm trying to say, arguably that was a slip up. No, but Neil Lennon was coach then, wasn't he? So he was, what I'm yeah. trying to say is obviously he doesn't have the players he, as he used to. Yeah, do you get my point now? I uh, I would say I think the original point, bringing it back all the way back. Neil Lennon doesn't need to take a page out of uh, Stephen Gerrard's book. I think he does. <laughs> I think he needs a bit of organisation. It's like saying uh, when Frank Lampard's doing well, um, I don't know, Carlo Ancelotti needs to take a page out of Frank Lampard's book. But when book. Frank Lampard <laughs> do well, let's be honest, right? nobody gives a stuff about him, so let's not talk about Lampard. Uh, right. Yeah, um, I wanted to discuss as well um, the downfall of Celtic season. What do you think it was? Like, What caused it? I mean, there have been lots of different causes. I think the recruitment has been horrendous. 
you know, what ends? Uh, so they brought uh, this goalkeeper Barkas for five million, which again, Scottish football—that's a lot of money. He's is as much use as a wet paper bag. He he's absolutely dreadful. Depends what paper bag we use. This, you know, <laughs> you know he, that his, reminds me of a funny the, story. <laughs> <laughs> maybe leave that till after. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, he's he's been really poor. You can see the defense have no confidence in him. Um, they brought in some strikers, Ayeti from uh, West Ham again. I think five million. He yeah. starts on the bench, um, and uh, you know you've had fitness problems in the camp. Griffiths hasn't been fit all season. You know, obviously he, he pulled off a great shot in the old firm, but the reason he's not been playing, you know, a player of his quality who should be playing is he's not been fit. He hasn't been playing for a few years. Probably has he? He's, yeah, he had yeah. some personal issues. Yeah, yeah. Rodgers he was, off the was, a, was coach, and, and I don't know what happened. Like mm-hmm. all I remember from him is he scored two free kicks or something against England in that um, that game a couple of years back, and that's what I heard of him. Yes, man. And in in my opinion, there's a lot of mercenaries in that team. So you know, players that have moved there that want to move to the Prem or a bigger club, they're using Celtic as a stepping stone. So stepping stone, yeah, that, that makes a lot more sense. To be honest, you know, nobody wants to be a Celtic forever, mm-hmm. unless you're Scott Brown. Yeah, <laughs> and right. And I think I think Lennon is also you know all the teams that he manages end up imploding. Uh, <laughs> you know it happened at Hibs. Yeah, did you have like a point thrown at him from one of the Celtic fans when he was at Hibs or something? Uh, it was something probably. Like I mean, yeah. he, he's a bit of a hate figure in Scottish football. Not gonna lie, but um, yeah, he always ends up throwing his, his the players under the bus. And he's he's he, although he's a relatively modern-ish player, he's still got that kind of old school kind of mentality, mm-hmm. where it's about shouting at the players, it's about uh, treating them harshly. Whereas you know the modern players, they want to be inspired a bit more and taken care of a bit more. And I think he's not able to kind of straddle that line. Right, and um, there were a couple of issues which I noticed. I did a bit of research yesterday, last minute stuff. Um, COVID cases in Glasgow at the time. You know, uh, Edward got COVID, Bitten got uh, COVID, a few few of the players got COVID as well. Mm. And one of the players went to Spain and breached COVID yeah, rules as well. Yeah, goalie, yeah, that's yeah. him. So would you say COVID's had a bit of a influence on Celtic season? You know, with the two-week isolation period and whatnot. And obviously the games in hand and Rangers have this great motivation going forward now, you know, just to push on and win the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a very convenient uh, excuse, a scapegoat, if you will, for your Celtic fans that are grasping at straws, trying to find excuses why they've not been good enough this season. Uh, Just don't get COVID, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and Rangers haven't had any cases. So I think lots of the time, you know, COVID's indiscriminate. Sometimes you're unlucky, sometimes you're lucky. But the fact that Rangers haven't had any and Celtic have had some, I think it does point... four or five Celtic by the looks of it. I think it points to some ill discipline, to be honest. You know, um, I looked at that, and another one was obviously when Brent Rogers left for uh, Leicester, the snake, um, which all Celtic good fans man. will think. Good man. Like, when he left, did the players just lose motivation eventually in having someone like Neil Lennon, who's not obviously as a quality coach as Brendan Rogers? Yeah, I think that's definitely played a role. Well, I think. Basically, you know, if they're going from a Ferrari to a Fiat, let's be honest. Yeah, or a Hyundai or something like that. <laughs> uh, like, I think 
Um, Celtic have been living this unbelievable purple patch because Rangers have been away. They've been getting all that Champions League money. They've had uncontested, uh, you know, titles, trebles. They've been living in some sort of fairy tale dreamland. Mm-hmm. But you know, and even Rogers, he's well too good for Celtic, and and inevitably went on to you know a more lucrative uh, team. And because well, he, because he of that, they're back to Let's be honest. You know, yeah. when you got sacked at Liverpool, Dow, do you remember this? When you got sacked at Liverpool. Um, he, he took like a bit of a sabbatical and went to Celtic because he needed to win trophies. Mm-hmm. Like, is, is that what I think winning winning trophies anywhere um, requires some type of mentality? And when you have someone who has done as much as uh, Rogers has done at um, Celtic, mm-hmm. um, that ingrained um, winning mentality of the trophies will obviously help him towards getting his other teams that he'll manage in the future up and running and I think that type of experience he probably wanted that he probably couldn't get yeah, over the line with Liverpool mm-hmm. um, and that that could be the reason he could be like oh actually you know I need to do some that's what po- Poch is doing right now with PSG he's trying to get that title in him now let's be honest he needs to get that first uh, trophy there, in you know what it is there's a really big difference between get, um, having clubs that have got a lot of success that know how to ride out that success yeah. to get it to the ending point you see so many teams falter at the last hurdle at the final mm-hmm. at the semi-final where they look so good they just can't get it across the line and I think those are the breaking moments for differentiates great managers to you know to the 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 best managers of the yeah. world, and Mourinho has done it many many a time again. He, he simply looks like in the past uh, one of the best managers um, to ever do it uh, alongside Pep. Yeah, I think that's where Brendan Rodgers must have thought. Like, actually, you know, I need to actually see what it is about um, bringing a, a team all the way through a competition. And what did he do? He did it with all four competitions. Well, he did it with three competitions. He did like a double trouble or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I don't know I if there is a fourth. Is there a fourth competition in I Celtic? Think it's, I think it's in just three in Scottish football. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. only three. It's you've so got the cup, the league cup, and uh, you, then you got SPL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's grueling. It's it's. Uh, I think all the managers are, uh, when they come out, they look like they've been shattered because it's it's really grueling. Uh, motivate your team be there all the time think about it tactically and don't, don't overcomplicate things and this is i think some of the criticism where a lot of the new managers are getting is that they they're trying new things and it works for a while and then it doesn't start working and then they try and start uh, overcomplicate things with um, formations with having players uh, play with roles that they've never played before so it's a, it, it, it's a hard one and i think that's mainly the reason why Brendan Rodgers went personally yeah, and Poch is doing that right now. And you talk about Mourinho just before. What did Mourinho do? The first first thing he did at Chelsea is win a League Cup. It doesn't matter which cup he wanted to get a trophy, and he's trying to do it with Spurs. That's he do it, yeah, with Spurs. Yeah. You know, and what what I'm seeing is obviously this downfall with Celtic. That's what Gerrard's trying to do. Rangers try and win that one trophy he can because he could not win the league in England, so he went back down to Scotland. Well, went up to Scotland to try and win a league title because. Scottish football's nothing, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, look at how we're doing in Europe before you write it off. Still unbeaten in uh, Europe. Uh, uh, are you in an elite competition or? <laughs> are you in an elite competition? Well, well, what's your, what's your um, I don't know, what's, what's your basis on what an elite competition is? The Champions League, that's what I'm saying. Are they in the Champions League? Are they in Europe's most lucrative competition? They have no, been in the past. No, no, are they in it right now? This is what I'm trying to say. So you're tell- no. So you're telling me the amount of 
uh, clubs that are not in it at the moment. No, look, look, I'm just uh, yeah. having a joke here. Man United, Arsenal, Look, I'm not, I'm not killing someone. I'm not running down the street in, naked or something. Milan. Chill out. No, because I'm it, just saying English football. On certain bases, on certain bases, if you want to see uh, how many viewers they've got, the Championship is the fourth most watched football league in the world. So you, you could say the Championship is. Is it better than Scottish Premiership? There we or, go. Or That's elite. what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. No, well, well, to be fair, I do watch the Championship more than I do watch no, the Scottish watch, Premiership. I'll be honest with <laughs> you. Um, I I give Scottish football a bit more bit of respect now. You know, just watching Celtic Rangers go head to head. And when I when I was a kid, you know, I, I didn't play football manager. I played something else, the LMA manager. Yeah, and I, I always well. I always used to be Celtic. That's, ba- that's basically well, the previous is, version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, I used to play. I used to be Celtic, and used to have Henrik Larsson, Nakamura in the team and whatnot. So sorry about that, Dad. <sighs> uh, my region, tragic. Was, you know, Celtic. Yeah, you know, the green and white army. <laughs> let's go. Right. Okay. Yeah. Getting back to actual football and stop joking around. <laughs> um, what signings should Celtic make? Well, you I know, know you don't give us stuff, but come <laughs> yeah, on, is it, uh, m- more, of, football, more of the same like. Celtic. Keep it up. Uh, well, they re- they need they need a total rebuild. Um, you know, they need a new goalkeeper, which is silly considering you know they signed Barkas. Yeah. Who, who are you suggesting as goalkeeper? Well, Celtic? who they should have signed in the summer and who wanted to go there? Boric, a holy goalie, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to, but um, David Marshall, who is a blast from the past. Um, you know, was part of the Scotland Heroics, which got them to the Euros. David Marshall, does he play for Hearts now, I believe, doesn't he? Uh, no, I think it's for uh, Cardiff, or it's a championship team anyway. He's old, but he would bring some stability back to the club. Um, uh, uh, they need some new centre-backs, because um, Ayer is going to be on his way. You know, he he thinks he's probably too too good for Celtic, which yeah. you could argue. Well, on the paper, he should be. But he hasn't been playing. Oh, well, I've seen a great Craig Gordon. I wasn't thinking of David Marshall. Oh, my bad. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking because I thought you meant him because he did well at Celtic. Yeah, so. and, and and they let him go to go to Hearts, but he's he'll be a lot better than a Barkas, <laughs> shall we say? Yeah. Uh, well, well, he's a Hearts boy. You know, he's born in Edinburgh. So, what, what can you think? Okay, you thinking Marshall? Doubt who you thinking for a goalkeeper for Celtic? Oh, I was just gonna say use Barkas. If you spent money on it, yeah, he definitely had some potential in the beginning. You don't spend more money in Scottish Premiership. They don't have much money going in, anyways. I was thinking try and get Fraser Foster back if possible. Yeah, if possible. I mean, he started playing for Southampton now. No, he so. only he only played because McCarthy got COVID. And when McCarthy's better, he'll be back in the team. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. When he is playing uh, regularly, though, Fraser Foster. Uh, Fraser Foster, sorry, is uh, is a pretty decent yeah, he's, Premier, he's prem, he's, Premier League. But, uh, he's a holy jolly. That's what he is, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know when you you go in RGS? You know that? Did he? That's, that's where he went. Yeah, oh, wow. I watched. Oh. I watched an interview with the greatest coach ever, John Carver. And you said, "Oh, I, I was scouting him at RGS, which is known as a rugby club and whatnot." Well, so, yeah, they do have a very yeah. good rugby club. But they yeah. have a very good everything. Yes. <laughs> they don't have a good cricket club, that's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, they don't, they don't, to be fair. Right. Um, what can Rangers do to improve the team? I mean, how do you improve on uh, perfection? Um, <laughs> More I, I, perfection? I, I think it, it depends <laughs> on how the summer goes. Um, you know, I think Morelos, we, I've, I love Morelos. He's been a great servant, but we need to cash in on him. We bought him for a million and you know Rangers have been losing money actually as a club so we need to start selling off some of our assets um so Morelos would be top of the list for me 
Yeah, um, I would say, I would say, yeah, and you get, you could get a decent amount. Of get, money. I'd say at least yes. twenty mil. I, I would say it's one of those uh, clubs that'll be coming up from from the championship that'll be looking at him. Yes, seeing that he's the impact player. Um, like Norwich, maybe I don't know. Probably, uh, I, I was gonna say. Then would you use Jermaine Deformo, or is he going out? Or do yeah, you, well, do you play Ryan Kent through the middle. What 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 Rangers yeah, do? Uh, is this gonna be Rangers' downfall? Or just be a one season <laughs> wonder and start to be back on top? Wow, you've painted a dramatic picture there. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm pushing your buttons, Your Honor. No, well, I think you know with that money, if we reinvest it well. Um, we sh- we should be fine. I mean, you've got Eaton as well, who's a Swiss international. Yeah, you've he's got Roof, really good. I've seen who him. Who is a decent striker as well. Yeah, he's he's a lot better for Rangers than I than when I saw yeah. when I saw him play for Leeds. I mean, he was their go-to striker mm. for Leeds. Yes, but I just feel like what he's done at Rangers, he's like elevated the level. Yeah, yeah. I think when he was at because he was out with Anderlecht, which you know Belgian league is is a decent league, and he was playing in Europe, and I think he's kind of worked on his game there. Yeah, uh, scored wonder goals in Europa. Um, so yeah, I think it just depends what teams uh, come in for our players. We do need to sell some. You know, we're we're not Rangers isn't Barcelona. We're all aware of that. Um, but I I trust in the the recruitment because the recruitment so far has been spot on from Rangers. You know, McGregor was a free, Aribo was a free. Glenn Kamara was 50k um, you know <laughs> we, we've make it, making some fantastic signings and that's partly because of Gerard with his, yeah. Uh, yeah, his back toe deal um, who can you see Gerard bring in now and it's, how can he step on that's like it's not, it's not who he can bring in who they can afford no I think Gerard could like he's he's a pull because it's Steven Gerard. you know Mr Istanbul 2005 I think he could pull certain players if they want to to come on loan or something, yeah, I think loan is the is probably a utility that Gerard will use a lot. Yeah, he he used it with Liverpool. He's used it with Ryan Kent and Shea Audrey, I think it was. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that's right. Who's the other one? Um, Ovi Ajaria was the other oh, one. Oh yeah, he was dreadful. He was. He was <laughs> you know, he's he's good technically. He's just not as physical as the other players. Yeah, yeah. So he struggles. He's more of a championship player because he's yeah, he's done he's well quite there, thin. hasn't he? Yeah. So um, I was looking anyway to. I think this might be a bit ambitious. If you want to improve your midfield, bring in Marco Gruich, who's on loan Ooh, from okay. Porto. Okay. But he played for Liverpool. Um, yeah. He's a Liverpool player. Liverpool bought him for five mil. Mm-hmm. Uh, from it wasn't Red Star Belgrade. I think it was Partizan. I think maybe I can't okay. remember entirely. Like I can't remember. So if Rangers brought him in, he is a like. He's a Champions League player. Yeah, yeah, he'd he'd be. You need that experience. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, you can you can get that Scottish Championship money. Then you can get, you know, Champions League money if you get through the the third, second, and third first qualifiers and go through the group stages. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a lot of money, which will help Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my only kind of concern is, I mean, we have loads of centre mids, but say Stephen Davis, who has been fantastic this season, he's not getting any younger. Uh, So Scott Arfield's another one. Yeah, he's thirty-two. Um, he his legs haven't gone yet, uh, not like Scott Brown's. Um, but <laughs> I think uh, even looking at Sheffield United, you know they're probably going to go down. I really like John Fleck. He started off at Rangers as a youth player. He Do played you think in it England. could be one of those beautiful stories? He goes back to Rangers. Yeah, or something. I think so. I think so. And, and Rangers fans would have him back. Kenny McLean also at um, man, I'd Norwich. I'd like to see Billy Gilmore back at Rangers, man. Oh man, I'd love to have him man, back. On, man, imagine on him under Stephen Gerrard. You know, yeah. that's that's oh man. Why is he under Frank Lampard? You know, Frank Lampard's. I don't know, man. You know, 
Steven Gerrard is what everyone aspires to be. You know, I'm not disrespecting Frank Lampard. He was a great player. He was a great second striker. You know, people say he's a midfielder. No, he came he came into the box and he, he played a lot with Drogba. But as a midfielder, like you want to be Paul Scholes or Steven Gerrard, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I think Gerrard is the sort of player that would win a game by himself. Lampard had that to a degree, but not. You know, no, yeah, man, Chelsea, Ger- Chelsea got that had that Russia money, man. Come on, you can't say that. <laughs> you know, you got Istanbul and, you know, the, the FA Cup final against uh, West Ham, etc. That's what I'm say, trying to say. Steve, Stephen Gerrard can pull players to, to him. You know, he could, mm. he, could, he could pull certain players. I could see, you know, it'll be ambitious bringing Gruich in, but imagine bringing Billy Gilmore, that, you know, getting him regular football just for one season, going back to Chelsea, you'll be doing bits. Yeah. You know, N'Golo Kante needs to be replaced. Obviously, he's not a similar player to him. Mm-hmm. But imagine the experience he'll get from playing with Chelsea then learn under Steven Gerrard. That would, mm-hmm. be, that would be quality. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with, with Rangers, like because of how the Scottish game is, there are players that you can link but it's not as obvious because Rangers have to go into those less-known markets, you know, the Croatian markets, the Belgian markets, to get their players, which then get a platform, and then the the English teams get interested. So uh, there are a few that are obvious, but, you know, I trust the uh, scouting team are, you know, behind the scenes. What I'd suggest is, obviously, with Brexit and obviously the new Brexit rules, Mm, transfer signing, true. Try and dip into the South American market if you can. Yeah, that you know, would be exciting. You know, after Morales came from, let's be honest, you know, um, I think, is he Colum- Colombian? He's Colombian. He's Colombian, correct. yeah. So, obviously, you got him from there. Try and get some young players out, um, like Gabriel Veron from Palmeiras. You know, he's a he's a quality player. Okay. And he's young, he's exciting. You know, you could, you'll find some gems there. Yeah. That's a thing. Um, how can Celtic challenge for the season? Um, I mean, you, know, I, uh, you then, mean uh, for the, this no, season or no, next season? No. This season's a yeah, yeah. Unless Stephen Gerrard slips and just slides back down into this horrible snow this and right. somehow, <laughs> you know, Neil Lennon gets lucky, you know, I, I can't see that happening, yeah, let's and, be honest. And, and pigs start flying as well, yeah. Pigs might start flying if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but no, what can Celtic do next season? Uh, I mean, as as harsh as it may sound, I do think they need a new manager. I don't, I don't think Lennon Lennon out to, yeah well as a Rangers fan Lennon in but if you're a nah. Celtic fan there is more than enough calling for uh, his resignation you know the board are saying they're sticking by him until the summer I mean I, but then who do you replace him with it's, there's not an obvious um, replacement some have said Steve Clark can do part time Scotland part time Celtic but nah, I don't um, want to see that because Steve obvious. Clark will do, will, will do bits I know he will you know he's, mm-hmm. he's a quality defensive coach and that's where Celtic are right now yeah that's um, very good. It, that's a good shout. What I was thinking is, I was going down the Ben Rogers route and maybe get Eddie Howe in. Yeah, I mean he's not won stuff, but he's, he's a good coach. Stuff, but, he's a good coach. But Brendan Rogers didn't win stuff either. Let's be honest. And in my opinion, Eddie Howe. Well, it's it's not an opinion; it's facts. Eddie Howe's got a lot more experience than Gerard does. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. So imagine Eddie Howe and. Gerard in a all film derby, Frank. Yeah, yeah, it would, it would be. Won't be like a, a nice southerner, nice and posh and sophisticated. And you got Gerard with a Scouse accent going exactly. at it, and that'd be great. Dowd, um, what do you think of Eddie Howe if he went to if he went to Celtic? Would that be a good shout for Celtic? You might be able to have some European football with him as well instead, of, you know, going in the Championship or looking for another Premier League team. No, I don't think it's going to happen either because I think Neil. No, Lennon... I'm, just, I'm just I'm just giving it as a shout though. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's take ifs and buts. I, I don't know. 
I think it'd be a good shout, Eddie Howe. I think Sonic. a lot, a lot of managers would be a good shout for, um, but I feel like that would be a regression for him. To be fair, see, I don't think that because how can Celtic be a regression from Bournemouth? From Bournemouth, who get like five thousand. When, when Rogers, <laughs> excuse me, when Rogers was at Liverpool, went to Celtic because he was touted at one point to be in one of the best English managers in the in the Premier League at the time. So was Ben Rogers. Brent Rogers is, is not uh, English. Not Irish. No, but like British is what I mean. I do apologise. Well, this is well. Uh, uh, look at my words properly, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, English uh, manager, yeah, and he was even at one point touted to uh, go, go for Arsenal. I know, I know about that. Arsenal, yeah. even some of the clubs that like you know uh, West Brom obviously took uh, Sam Allardyce. They were looking into Eddie Howe. But obviously, because you know um, Sam Allardyce is one of those managers that are re- renowned, well, man. renowned for avoiding relegation. Fuck big Sam. Um, so I, I genuinely think, I genuinely think he knows what he's worth. He's going to make for the right opportunity for the right club that's got the right backing. Um, so what makes Celtic not the right club? Is what I'm trying to say. I just don't think they're good enough. For but him, wait, wait, in in for a Brendan sense Rogers, um, of a project, in a sense of a project, because you have to remember he he was part of the project to bring them to the Premier League. Okay, where, imagine this. Imagine trying to make Celtic right the Champions League group sta- group stages. You know, Celtic have not done that in three, four seasons. What happens if that's a project? Win a couple of more trophies. Try and get Celtic back to the Champions League quite regularly. Have that as a project. He could do. Then he can move on. He can move on and maybe he's get, you know, somewhere like Wolves if Nuno goes or something. That's what I'm trying to say. It could be a stepping stone. I think it'd be a good shout. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a bad shout. And I I, I remember when Brendan Rodgers said a point where Celtic would be sixth in the league with, uh, I think, that time where he won the tra- trouble again yeah. for the second time. I think he's um, been generous there. Uh, and he, he has been generous. Uh, I would say that probably top 10. Yeah, I'd agree with um, that. I'd push. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, it could be. It could be. I, I'm not I'm not 100% sure exactly if he would. I don't know, personally, I'm just looking at a view if I was Eddie Howe and all the stuff that used to come out for him and we used to be... Uh, I remember even like the Newcastle supporters will say as well on the, from the podcast that we, we would love to have him as a coach because what he what he used to play With in terms of respect, the football... Newcastle are not Celtic. No. <laughs> this is what I'm trying facts. to say. I would, facts. I would, I would, honestly, if Ashley wasn't there, yeah, even just a, just a standard chairman. Oh, there, though, just to let you know. Just a standard chairman. Yeah. Right. I genuinely believe a lot more people would choose Newcastle over Celtic. Probably because of money. Yeah. Not but even money. Not even nah, money. Look, we have. If you're saying we have a diehard Newcastle is a bigger. We have a diehard nah, supporters base. We play in this the Premier. We play in the. We play in the <laughs> Premier League. This. We play in the Premier League. Right. Okay. Carry on. Let me talk. And. Uh, yeah, uh, we've, got, we've, got, we've, got we've got a rich history. We've got a rich history. So the Celtic. Yeah, they've probably got even more. Celtic is older than Newcastle United, first of all. Celtic have a bigger stadium. I don't know, maybe. No, may, maybe no. he might be put off no, by no, the cold. Might, he might be put off by the cold. Dude, it's an hour and a half away, man. I'm there every other weekend in yeah. in Scotland, right? Like, don't give me You're that. not in Glasgow. Glasgow's uh, three hours away, mate. <laughs> look, look, be quiet, right? Look, don't embarrass yourself. Celtic are, the, are a bigger club than Newcastle. Don't, like... Like, I was born in Newcastle, I respect Newcastle United so much, but you can't say that, man. Like, no. the only difference is, one's in one league, the one's in the other league. But Celtic are bigger than Newcastle in every sense. Historical, have Newcastle won a Champions League? No. No, Celtic have. Right, how, how, how many trophies have Celtic won? 
When was the last? Uh, no, no, they've, no, they've won a no, lot more. No, no, no. The last time Newcastle won a trophy was nineteen fifty-five or something. The last time Celtic won a Champions League was nineteen sixty-six or nineteen sixty-seven. On the top of my head, yeah. right? So don't give me that crap saying Newcastle is <laughs> bigger than Celtic. Maybe it's just me then. Maybe it's just me. No, well, I think lots of you no, know. You can't give y- me that, man. Like, I just think half the bridges in uh, like Newcastle in United Glasgow football. are just crap compared to Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I, 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 I went in Glasgow and I was like, oh, they, they have a crappy Millennium oh, Bridge, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they have a proper <laughs> crappy one compared to ours. So I don't know. If oh, if you went any any had a any had a uh, walk around the quayside, he'd be like, "Ah, oh, Newcastle for me, sorry." <laughs> I, th- I think we're going off into like a tourism tangent no, here. If, but, if, uh, if, if I had to live football. in one of the other, I'd want to live in Newcastle. Um, where would you get more of the money? You'd get more of the money at Newcastle United. Let's be honest, you know. But do I think Newcastle's a bigger club in Saturday? No. no. Yeah, not. I mean, I could imagine the conversation, the talent acquisition manager. So yeah, oh yeah, they're going to pay you this much. Uh, they've got this rich club history. Aye, but do they have the bridges though? Yeah. <laughs> man, Newcastle is a city with nine bridges. You are right, man. That is, that is for no, death there, man. But yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I know you for have me, a for me, no, no, for me, I, I, I still feel like you would do pick you think Newcastle's more, I don't know why. more lucrative just, place to go? Yeah, I was just more of, more of uh, potential driven. I don't know. There's more potential. potential driven? More potential. You're under Mike Ashley? No, obviously under oh, under the pretense of having a normal chairman. Sorry, this is not Comedy Central. This is the Free well, Football Football Podcast. Is ri- uh, this might show how much I'm probably not with the Rangers uh, hierarchy overall, knowing what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Is Mike actually still got a bit of a stake in Rangers? We actually managed to get rid of him. Oh, uh, you know we're moving towards fan what's ownership. What's that's the, similar what the Bundesliga is doing, yeah? What mm-hmm. was the plan? What was the formula? What was what <laughs> the, the magic? Well, he had a tiny little um, stake like in Rangers, but but he 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 had a monopoly on all of the um, the kit sales, so uh, we could only buy it through Sports Direct. You know, we didn't even have our own club store stuff like that. So for it, you know, the Rangers support are fanatical. Um, you know, o- always buying the merchandise and generating loads of money. You know, season ticket allocation always sold out. So he was getting a big, um, big wonga. Yeah, big wonga. No pun intended. Um, but I think we had to take it to court a, f- a couple of times to finally get rid of him and probably pay him off as well. But we had a determined Ranger supporting chairman that actually wanted to go through it regardless of the cost because he so saw the. So was it just one random or a few collective people that had a few percentages in in Rangers that probably sold it to him? Uh, yes, especially when um, you know when Rangers were more scratting around, uh, which led to their financial uh, demise. You know, we we wanted money from anyone when Rangers was still a kind of unstable asset. Yeah. So he, he got a small percentage, but thankfully our bigger shareholders, who you know Dave King, uh, managed to force them out. So. Man, t- tell you something interesting. Wish we could do the same. Yeah. You know, Arsenal actually had um, had a share in Rangers in the nineteen sixties. Did you know that? Did they? Yeah. It was, it was quite weird. It's it's one thing I looked into like half a year ago. I was just like, obviously with the old firm Derby article I wrote, um, I looked into it and like Arsenal Football Club had a show. I was like, what the heck is this? And then obviously they've got this Chelsea allegiance. It's quite strange Rangers as a club. Yeah, they've got lots of global allegiances like uh, Hamburg. They've, we've got really? those, yeah Hamburg and Celtic goes St. Paul, St. Pauli, which is in the same city. Yeah. Um, so there's some weird allegiances like that. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, it's, global it's, club. But yeah, yeah, it's a I'd global s- club. Uh, okay, who, right, if Lennon left or got sacked, who would you replace him with? 
I said Eddie Howe. I think it's a good shout. I don't think I don't think Eddie would go to Newcastle because he's not going to win trophies. You can win trophies and get European football. That's my opinion of it. Um, I. It's hard to say. Um, who would who would uh, go there? It could be another. It could be another ex Liverpool. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Or, or you could maybe go like say Henrik Larson. You know, I think oh, the yeah, Celtic he, fans he, would go wild. Yeah, for because that. He, he's still I'll really. I would go wild over that man. Yeah. I'd go and buy buy my Celtic jersey right oh, now. Dear. I think there's plenty oh, of managers in contention. It's what Celtic want to do and what what their project will entail for the manager and it's. It's it's a hard one because Patrick Vieira's out of a job, Thierry Henry's out of a job. Yeah, but uh, I can't see them going Celtic. Yeah, but that's the thing Wait, you can't you Henry's can't see them. Job. I thought he's at Montreal Impact. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> it's all uh, right. We all make boo boos here. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, there's a lot of managers. It's just um, from my understanding is whoever takes over the the club, uh, sorry, whoever takes over in terms of managerial um, position is uh, someone who has a bit of a a bit of a connection to them yeah. um, or somehow uh, some way or another they've played for them or some way or another they need a redemption story and I don't see anybody at the moment with any of that apart from every Henrik Larson's a good shout but Henrik Larson man I would go wild over yeah. that man. Brendan Rodgers with a redemption arc and he ain't leaving Leicester man he's, he's getting that Thai money let's be honest a Thai bat you know what I mean he's <laughs> the not Thai leaving. money <laughs> he, he's not leaving man those are, those are some rich owners paying him good money he's happy where he is right now they're not paying Roddy good enough though I think but anyways so should we, should we wrap it up like a donna kebab let's get this wrapped up yep. so yeah so um, thanks guys for t- today um, and just with the socials again so Instagram the dressing room 9 um, we've got a Twitter TD room 9 the dressing room football for the website and we're obviously available on all podcasting, well, all major podcasting hosting platforms such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. So, yeah, thank you, guys. Right, Dan, thank you for having us. Yeah, well, thank yeah. you. I love you. No problem. I love you so much. <laughs> Dan, are you going to cut this out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought That's you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, thanks. I was going to say, stay safe, stay alert, control the virus. It's too it's too hard to edit all this now. Face face. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye.